known love from my students and my co-workers, but I have never, never known a love that was sweeter than the love of the Holy Spirit. Never. Jesus sent us the Comforter. Because he went to the right hand of the Father to intercede on our behalf. But he knew that we would need someone here with us. And a lot of times the Holy Spirit kind of gets pushed to the back burner. But he is here. He walks with us. And this is a high day in the kingdom of God. A day that we celebrate when the Holy Spirit came. When the baptism of Holy Spirit came. Let us not just pass it off as another Sunday. If you need comfort today, he is here for you. He is the sweetest love. It takes away every shame. That verse becomes real through the gift of the Holy Spirit that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. There is no shame. He is the sweetest, the sweetest love you will never, you will ever know. And I pray today, Father, that if there is anybody in here that has not experienced, truly experienced the love and gift of the Holy Spirit, I just pray that the wind, if you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you should be praying right now. I just pray that the wind of the Holy Spirit, that the love of God will flow through this place and that it will touch the hearts of those who have not experienced the love of Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit, God. Envelop them in your love. We celebrate you this morning, Holy Spirit. We celebrate you in this house. God, we celebrate you in our lives, Holy Spirit, for what you long to do, that you give us boldness, that you comfort us, that you walk with us closer than any brother or friend ever can. God, we thank you that Holy Spirit gives us that love that we can experience nowhere else in this earth. It is not an earthly love. It is a heavenly love. Oh, let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your Okay, you say outside voice. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Tap, tap yourself on the chest. Is that okay? Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Thank you, Jesus. We want him to do his work. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to ask, um, let, let's play, um, I'm going to give everybody a chance to greet one another and welcome one another here. Um, the church choir song, I can't think. I'm going to give you about 90 seconds to greet one another. And uh, as we transition, about 90 seconds. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It means you have to get up. If you want, if you want to. Eat your words to sit down. Today. 
and thankful for what we celebrate of Pentecost Sunday and the coming of the Holy Spirit in the upper room. We know it's still real today. God, and I thank you for this man. I thank you for what you're doing in his life and his um, blessing his family. God, I ask that you would um, make him strong and courageous for his assignments, not just for today, yes, today, but the days hereafter, God. Bolster him up, God, and I ask that you put people around him, uh, prayer warriors around him to, to put a, a, a fire of protection, a wall of protection upon him. God, I ask that you would fill his mouth with whatever you have for him to share with these beautiful people today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And we all said, Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Well, as, uh, as we were worshiping, uh, something just kept hitting me in my head, and uh, which I've been thinking about it this week anyway. Um, it's about uh, who is God? You know, I see all the time on Facebook, uh, you know, everybody's always saying, give it to God, give it to God, do this for God, that for God. But who is actually God in your life? And I've been thinking about that the last maybe week or so, and then I kind of didn't think about it no more. And then this morning as we were worshiping, it hit me again. You know, who is God in your life? So when you think about that, you know, a lot of things come to my mind. Like, I automatically think, you know, Jesus. Other people think different. Other people have different opinions on who God is in their life. And uh, I, remember, I remember growing up, going and uh, always hearing about, you know, God sent Jesus to, the, to this earth, his one and only son. He died on the cross for our sins. You know, I've, I've always heard that, and I've always heard that, you know, that's, that's who God is, which is the truth. But when I think about, I had to really break it down, who God is in my life. You know, I believe the gospel more than anything else I can possibly believe. But when I think about the gospel, I also think about what Jesus did for me in my life, what he continues to do, and how when when he resurrected from the cross, is he's still here. He's still with us today. He's still he, he's our comforter. He's our healer. He's, he, he does everything for us. And this morning, I wanted to talk about how, how God is in our life when we're going through the roughest part we can go through. Um, I understand people, a lot of people hold things in. Uh, they, they don't express their feelings much. We have people that are here and people in our community that is going through things that we can't understand. And some people will not just come out and say, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. But a lot of people are going through things in their life that they don't want to talk about that's really hurting them on the inside. And so I want to talk about how, how God has, has done that in my life. You know, how sometimes we think that, that God is not there. You know, I don't feel him. I'm going through this time in my life. I, I, I just can't, I can't put it all together. Why is he leaving me? Well, this morning I'm going to go through some scriptures and I'm going to talk about some testimonies that I went through in life that God was there when I couldn't see him or couldn't feel him. But I knew he was there. I look back at my life now and I'm like, wow, you know, God was here at this point. God was here at that point. And so that's what I'm going to talk about this morning. I'm going to go through. Uh, I'm going to go through one, a couple of scriptures this morning. One of them I'm going to go through is in Hebrews 13, and it'll be in verse five. 
It said, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So with this confidence, the Lord is my helper and I will not be afraid. You know, God would never leave you. He would never forsake you through anything that you go through in life. And so when I, when I, when I was growing up, I kind of, when, when uh, Pastor Walter was, and he asked me to speak, first thing I always do is, is I always pray for at least a good, the first whole week. Um, and then as the Lord gives me stuff, I'll write it down. And um, sometimes I don't use it like this morning. I don't, I don't have any notes which is probably not a good thing, but <laughs> I just been the last the last couple of times I've been I've, I've spoke I, I just I just hold it all in my head, write everything down, and then sometimes I forget to even bring my notes. But um, so when, when I was when I was growing up, um, I didn't really know a whole lot about church. Um, I don't have a church background. Uh, I didn't really know the gospel. I didn't know the full gospel on who God was till I was 18 years old. And uh, when I was 14, 15, my grandmother passed away. And I think that's the first point that the Lord has um, revealed himself to me. Um, I, I believe, I look back at it now, if that situation would have never happened, I don't know if I would have ever known who Jesus was. So when I turned 18, um, I went through a very bad time before that. I was, you know, I was out wild partying and, and doing stuff, you know, that's, that I, I shouldn't be here right now to this day. Um, but when I first, uh, when I was 18, I went into a place called Teen Challenge and I experienced who God was. Well, I wouldn't say I experienced, I found out who God was. But the God that I found out who he was is not the same kind of what I believe today. There's a difference between knowing who God is and then knowing who God is personally. I've always known who God was. I've always, I knew the gospel. I knew what Jesus did, but I didn't actually know him personally. So when I, I left Team Challenge after 19 months, I, I met um, a guy named Brian Sawyer. I'm pretty sure a lot of people here know him. Uh, if you don't know him, you probably don't go outside much <laughs> because uh, he's known everybody. Um, he's an awesome guy. I met him in 2012, and I came home, and um, he introduced me to coming here to Happy Home, and this is pretty much where I've been. Uh, went off for a little bit to another church, and that's where I met my wife, but she's not here this morning. My, uh, my grandma got baptized this morning, nice. so that's something you know that... that we all, I want to be there, everybody wants to be there, but Laura, I sent Laura and Levi, so it'll be all right. <laughs> but um, so when, when I came to Happy Home, I never felt the type of love in any other church I've ever been in in my life. Um, it's almost to the point to where I was coming through the door and everybody was just swarming me, shaking my hand. You know, I remember uh, that morning, um, Robin was doing, um, uh, Sunday school and Tammy was in there and uh, everybody else that's older now was in there. Um, so, um, which I, I'm just sort of, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm old now. Um, so, uh, which I don't know if that's a good thing. I feel like I'm old, but uh, well, my body does. But um, 
So that's that's the first time I really experienced a, a love in a church. And God was with me through that whole time. And, and, and after that, I decided I wanted to, I always in my life, I wanted to find comfort in something. And I never really, never really wanted to, always wanted to find it, but I found it all in the wrong places. And so I went back to doing my own thing again. And um, when, all, when all that happened, um, another door got opened for me to give my life back to the Lord. And uh, so I look back at it now, that's another point to where God has put his hand on me in that situation. Um, so it's, it's, when, when you go through bad times, even when I feel like a lot of times when I would call out to God would be in the roughest parts of, of my life. And it's like he still listened and he still put me in situations. And I don't know how many situations I've been in and I've called on God and he's always been there. So, so I went back to Teen Challenge again. I lasted about 24 hours and went right back at it again. Um, so it was, it was an, I, looked, I looked through my whole testimony and how God would take me from situation to situation. And then uh, Happy Home helped me get into another place in Richmond and um, left there and, and did the same thing. Uh, so God opened another door. Um, I ended up getting in trouble. I got into a lot of trouble at the beach. And uh, this is when, this was probably the roughest time in my entire life. And I remember praying and I was like, God, this situation that I'm in, I have to get out of it. I need help. I, I, I don't want to depend on nobody. I need, I need your help. And then he opened that door for me to go to a place called House of Prayer. And when I rolled up in House of Prayer, it was a little bit different than Team Challenge, but um, that was where I first experienced um, who God was personally. My whole life, I knew who God was, but I didn't know him personally. So when I felt him personally, my life was just, it was just rocked. Um, matter of fact, that when, when we went there, the God said that you would be here for anywhere from 90 days to a year. And he, he came up to me after 76 days and told me that, told me that God said that I'm ready to go home. So I was like, no, this guy's crazy. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to go back home. So I ended up going back home. And actually, it was the 100th anniversary of, um, of this church when I came back. I left. Uh, it was that Sunday. I, I got here that Saturday. And then the 100th anniversary was that Sunday. So I came home for that. And um, I started working with uh, Johnny Dale, um, and, uh, which he's, he's an awesome guy. He's probably one of the best carpenters I've ever met in my life. Um, he... Working with him was, was a great experience because he had just recently got saved too. So with me and him working together, we, we were both lifting each other up during the day. So that's another situation that God has put me in. And uh, and then after that, um, I, I got into with uh, Pastor Joe Jackson and I was underneath him at uh, in Calvary. I had talked to the pastor that was here, uh, Pastor Tommy. <laughs> And he thought it would be a good idea because I was always with Pastor Joe. So he thought it would be a good idea if I, if I just, you know, just went over there to Calvary, became a member. Well, I was over there, and uh, that's where I met my wife. And um, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> that's where that's where I met my wife, and um, you know, my I just can't I can't thank God enough. Um, that's when I experienced the baptism in the Holy in the Holy Spirit. Um, I went with Pastor Joe. I met him maybe ten minutes, and he's like, "Come on, let's go to a revival." He said, "I'm preaching a revival. It's a three day revival." So I'm staying the night with this guy for three nights, and um, that's when I experienced the baptism in the Holy Ghost. And uh, ever since then, it was just, it was great. Um, you know, my, my life, I can tell you who God is in my life by the experiences I went through. And, and, and not even that, it's, it's the feeling of knowing wherever I go that he's with me. It's not just saying, oh, I know who God is. But I know that he's with me all the time. So after after all that, um, me and uh, me and Laura, we we kind of slide back a little bit, and uh, she ended up getting pregnant, and we weren't married yet, and uh, we had to tell her parents. I don't know if y'all know Lisa and Mark Chapel, but um, when we had to tell them, they were on vacation. They came home, and it was on a Sunday. And that was the most hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life, was to tell them. I remember the room was dark, and it just kept getting darker as we were speaking. But uh, when, we, when we told them, uh, Martin didn't say much. Lisa didn't say much at first, and then she just started going at it, let us have it for a minute. And then, um, then that's when the spiritual side came out. And so she, she started telling us, um, She told me something that stuck with me and uh, still sticks with me and I, I can't get out of my mind all the time, but uh, she told me that if it wasn't for uh, this baby, if this baby is not for anybody, it's for you. That this is a miracle from God for you to help you. So, which I didn't, I didn't understand at the time and now I do. Uh, uh, Levi's uh, 16 months, so he's everywhere. He's in, into everything. Uh, falls constantly, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's just what is. God puts me in situations all the time to show me who He is. Um, I, I I was done with the construction stuff. Um, I went to go work at City Beverage. I was doing nights. And uh, it just went from one end to another. Um, I got the opportunity to get my CDLs and drive for them. And uh, that test was one of the most, I've never been that type to study. I've never studied before in my entire life. But I prayed through it and I asked God to help me through this. And uh, I know guys who took the test six, seven times. And it's, it's a tough test. But I prayed and I asked God to, to, to help me through this. and. Uh, after the third time, I got it. And um, matter of fact, I was so confident after I got my CDLs that this coming up winter when our work and stuff slowed down, I'm gonna end up going back and get my GED because I feel so confident I can do that. So that's that's just where that's where my life is now. Uh, that's what God is doing for me. And I understand that we still go through things in life and God is there, but when we, when we don't know he's there, he's there. 
And that is, it, it's, it's kind of tough to tell somebody. I had somebody not too long ago tell me that he's going through some stuff in life. He believes in God, but he don't think God is there. But that's when God shows up because he reveals himself to you constantly. Now, I got people that I was, I grew up with. And, you know, our, our community, like you always hear on the news that people are overdosing and dying all the time. And, but it's happening right here in our community. So it's time for us as a church to go out and to talk to these people. And that's, 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 what, that's what the Lord is, wants us to do. You know, he, um, it was an Acts while you, while you spoke about Acts this morning. I remember when um, one of my first messages, when God says, now that you received the power of the Holy Spirit, you need to go out and be witnesses. That's what God has called us to do is to be witnesses for our community and for our nation and for, you know, for all of our people. You know, God is with us all the time. And there's another verse that I had written, had written down. If I can remember what it was. It'd be in uh, Joshua. Joshua uh, chapter 1 verse 5 says no one would be able to stand against you through all the days of your life as I was with Moses so I'll be with you I'll never leave you nor forsake you the first part he says that no one would be able to stand against you so whatever also think about that when things hit us in life nothing will be able to stand against you because we have that power of the Holy Spirit we have the power of God with us all the time. And so whatever we're going through in life, God is there. When we call on him, he gives us comfort. He gives us strength to keep on going. So when, so, so, so when, when we go through things like that in life, we, I know the hardest thing for, for me always was but just to stop and just pray. And, uh, but that's, that, that's what God calls us to do. God is our comforter. He's there when, when we need him. So this morning, I just feel like um, I have some more that I wanted to talk about, but uh, I don't know, I just, it just hit me. I feel like this morning that we need to pray. Um, we have people in this house that really need comfort. They really need us, and I feel like God is going to do something this morning. I feel like God is going to reveal himself to some people in here this morning. Because um, we, we all need comfort, especially when we go through things in life. We, we, we need comfort. So this morning I wanted to, uh, if, if y'all want to pray, we can all pray. Uh, whoever needs to come to the altar, we got people here that will that will pray with you. Um, so um, if you want to play that that song, so I want to start off by, by praying. So Father, we thank you for all that you do in our life. God, we ask that this morning, Lord, you be with the ones that that needs your touch this morning. You be with the ones, Lord, that that needs comfort this morning. God, we ask that you just, just rest your hand upon them, Lord. Just allow them to know, Lord, that, that, they are, that you are with them this morning. Lord, we, we just honor you. 
We bless you, God, and we just thank you for all that you do in our life. Lord, we just ask that you be in the midst this morning. God, just touch the ones this morning that need that need an extra touch, God. And Lord, we thank you and we honor you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. said it's sometimes hard for us to be open or honest with one another, right? And uh, someone asked me, uh, actually they asked me today, you know, uh, Johnny, old Johnny said something about your, your altars that are always open, and uh, they are always open. And I'm not trying to, you know, create anything, but the man's heart was if somebody needs prayer for comfort, there would be people who that would, would hear that would pray for them. So I'm going to get them to start back with this song at the beginning. And that, that's the, just, to, just to be clear. If you're here and you need prayer, he said comfort specifically, but if you, you need prayer for another reason, the altar is open. If you want to get uh, closer to God, you don't, you know, the sermon was about um, whether, you know, who is God, and basically, hey, it's a relationship with the Creator God, with His Son, Jesus. So I'm going to start it from, you know, ask you guys to start it from the beginning. And again, if you need to respond, now is the time to do that. Thank you. 